So we can start. Right. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Forward Talks, a podcast by the Forward Incubator. And to all of you that are unfamiliar with Forward and what we do, we support newcomers in the Netherlands that want to start their own business. And this podcast series follows some of our alumni entrepreneurs that have completed our program to check in with them and just see how their life as a newcomer in the Netherlands is evolving. I'm Leah, I'm your host, and with me today is Hassan. Hello, Hassan. Hi, Leah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Very excited. Yes, uh, I'm also very excited to have you as a guest on the show. Um, do you just want to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yes, uh, my name is Hassan and I'm 25 years old. I was born and raised in Damascus, Syria, and um, I came to the Netherlands around two years ago. Um, Since I was a kid, I was very um, curious about what's going on. How can I be the next Steve Jobs? And that was a kind of a passion for me when I was a kid. So the perfect way to be the next Steve Jobs was um, through Forward. I'll tell you more about it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You joined our program. And then the very um, interesting thing about you is that you didn't end up starting your own business, but you decided to go back to business school. Do you want to tell us why? Yes. Um, it was kind of a big changing point in my life. I realized that... Um, so with well, during the program with Forward, I tried to create one startup. And then I pivoted. I changed the whole idea three times. Um, so I, I ended up knowing that maybe it's not the right time at the moment. Maybe I need more uh, knowledge, more academic knowledge to be able to, to come up with something in the future, you know? Yes. And to all of our listeners that are a little bit unfamiliar with um, what we do at Forward, um, our entrepreneurs go through a program where they uh, develop an idea into an existing business. And um, when we talked last week, Hassan, you also went a little bit into the opportunities that newcomers face when they come to the Netherlands and how it's sometimes really difficult to sort out what the right path is for you. Do you want to tell us how you came across forward and also um, the struggles that you faced when you first came? Yeah. So um, let's go back in a, on a small journey to 2018. Um, it was summer. And I was selected to, uh, to represent Syrian students in Lebanon at a conference in Amsterdam. Um, so I came to Amsterdam. I saw how things are going on outside the bubble that we used to live in in the Middle East. And um, when I came back to Beirut, I, I threw myself into a, um, an, a startup competition that um, helped people to get more tools, not to start up their own business. Um, there I started seeing, or I started tracing that it's something very interesting for me. It's something I can do wherever I am, I, you know, any, in any country, in any culture, with, with, with a lot of people. Um, so by the end of that year, after I won and took the second place in that competition, 
um, I decided that I need to move. I need to go somewhere else. There was a lot of personal problems and um, stuff that accumulated because of the war. Um, so sadly, and um, yeah, it's sadly, and what it was a good thing as well. The only solution was to to leave. So I came to Amsterdam. It was 2019, like the end of the year of 2018. It was New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So um, I arrived to Amsterdam, um, to, to Rotterdam, sorry. It was uh, exactly at midnight where fireworks were in the sky and people were celebrating. I stood there in front of, in front of uh, Rotterdam Central Station. It was closed. Um, I stood there alone and it was kind of a realization moment to me, you know. It was like, wow. I'm really starting from zero. Like this is the little literal zero. Um, and the only thing that I have with me is all my knowledge in my head and a small suitcase with some with some like outfits. Um, that gave me strength because for me to move on, that was the only option. I didn't want to sit and cry about the past. I wanted to take this opportunity and you know, benefit from it and go forward with it. Um, so fla- uh, fast forward to September, um, I was Googling stuff, trying to find something to do. I was super bored because during the asylum process, it's just a waiting period. No one can do anything except wait for your decision. If you're going to stay here or you're going to be deported. Um, so on Google, I was writing some keywords. I started with refugee I started with entrepreneurship and then I tried to combine them together, refugees, entrepreneurship. Um, I ended up finding the website of Forward Incubator. Previously, the previous name was um, Refugees Forward. And then I was reading uh, on their blog that they changed the name because they believed that um, people shouldn't be labeled by their circumstances. And they believed that they or their mission is they want to move everyone forward to the to the better, you know. So I signed up. I received an email on the 22nd, I guess, 22nd of September. And um, I met with Antonio, one of the program managers. And we sat and talked about the ideas, what I wanted to do. I, it was like a total mess in my head. I had like hundreds of ideas and stuff I want to do. So we started just to sort them out, just to see what's applicable in, in my current situation in this place. Um, and that's how I started with, uh, with Forward. I think it's really inspiring that you say that you stood in front of Rotterdam Central Station and that you said your point zero you saw as an opportunity. Because to me, um, or in, and I think to many other people, that can also be something really scary and something that prevents them from seeking out other opportunities so what gave you that strength to view your move to the netherlands as a huge opportunity um i felt liable to myself i felt like i have a big liability towards myself back then i was 23 and i didn't have this uh, university degree yet and i was just there standing alone 
helpless honestly i was helpless like i i couldn't speak the language i couldn't speak dutch back then i don't have a bank account i don't have a cellular coverage on my phone to call someone you know so it was i was literally alone i was at point zero and there i looked at myself and i saw that i can go to the positive side i can create my own empowerment from within myself or I can go super dramatic and just fail in everything I will try to do. So I definitely took the the uh, the, the right decision there. Um, I did that for myself. Yeah, yeah. You definitely did take the right decision, <laughs> standing by yourself. And yeah, as you said, entrepreneurship is definitely a tool that will always come in handy and will always make you independent. Um, but I also want to go back to something that you said earlier. You said that you also picked forward as an organization because we refrain from using the word refugee and rather use the word newcomer or for people that join the program, we refer to them as our entrepreneurs. And can you tell me a little bit more how the word refugee makes you feel and why exactly um, you chose forward because they use the word newcomer? Yeah. During the uh, the process layer, I felt stigmatized. I felt that I was labeled the whole time. Um, sadly, with the, with everything's going on in the world, for the past few years, the world refugee is now being described as a negative thing toward people. It's not that the people who are who fl flood their country or who run away from their place from their home to seek a better opportunities, to seek a better place, to seek safety. No, sadly, now it's labeled for people who, um, or it's labeled at people to describe them as um, they're jobless, either homeless, doing nothing in their life, depressed. Um, yeah, all the negative aspects of this, of this word, you know, and I felt that that's super harsh. That's not a right. Like I've seen a lot of people and I've heard a lot of good stories and inspiring stories about newcomers and people who left their, their home countries and moved somewhere else and created something amazing, you know? So I disagree. I totally disagree with that word because why should people use it even, you know? Like what's the point of using, of labeling these people like this? Can't we say people? Can't we say entrepreneurs? Can't we say students? Can we say just humans? Like, why should people label each other? You know, I think it's a subject, like now in the 21st century, it's something that we shouldn't even be, be arguing about. You know, Leah? I completely agree. I think we at Forward uh, stand very much behind that. And um, I think it also gives people a lot of stereotypes on their way. And when people hear the word refugee, it becomes kind of like, a, as you said, stigmatized label yep. and people will have to really fight to get out of that drawer that they're put in. Indeed, indeed. And it's not a good stigmatization at all. Like I've heard a lot of a lot of people as well who got hurt by that word. Like if they, they don't have a motive to go out to the job market and look for a job because, yeah, um, they would say, yeah, I'm labeled as a refugee. Why would I go there? Like they won't accept me. 
So see how the consequences of such a such a small word can can do to people. You know, it's it's yeah. And what are, in your opinion, other ways to fight that stigmatization? Other ways. What can we? What can we as a society to do better to um, not stick people in that draw? We as a society, we can stop labeling each other based on our previous identity, based on our gender identity, our sexual preference. Just we can call, we have names, you know? That's one. Two, we can stand next to each other. We can support each other in everything. Not only by giving help and aid to people, you know, but by giving the tools to people to be able to create the, the help for themselves. There's a, there's a saying, I, I don't know how to say it in English, but I know how to say it in Arabic. Um, it says, don't teach me, don't, don't give me a fish, teach me how to fish, you know? Yes. Is that correct exactly. in English? That is yeah, correct. Okay. Um, I do believe we also have a very similar or the same saying in German. Um, so I think every language kind of came up with their own way of framing the same thing See? and it always holds it always holds <laughs> true in every sense yes it's a coming thing then in the world you know yeah all right and to come back to you um you are now in business school as you explained earlier um how many years do you have left to study mm. i just started in september 2020 um i realized that after i finished with forward I realized that, yes, I lack a lot of, like, tons of academic knowledge to gain more. And especially since I'm here, I have this um, ability to, to, to learn more and to benefit from a lot of people's experiences, especially my teachers and my classmates as well. Um, so after I finished forward, it was the first thing I did to, to, to register to, to study. Um, um, thankfully, I was able to find a fast track program to study international business at the uh, the the AMSIP. Um, and now we're almost at the end of the first semester. It's kind of a bit hectic with all the exams, but I like I'm very happy and glad for this opportunity. It's something I noticed that I really needed so so much, you know. Yes, and. Do you already, well, this is a little bit earlier if you just started studying, mm -hmm. but uh, do you already have plans for what you want to do once you get out of uni? Um, yes, if things went according to my plan, <laughs> without any global pandemic or anything, um, I'm planning to finish around 2023 or 24, something like that, after the three years. Um, and then I have a f I have a, like a big thing to choose from if I want to do a master's or if I want to throw myself into the job market. So that's a thing I'm looking forward to. Um, but at the same time, I'm very excited to to see the how the world is going on from not an entrepreneur's side, but from someone who works in a company. You know, a lot of people, when they do entrepreneurship, they come with the with the idea that, yes, I don't want to have a boss. I want to be my own boss. But now, no, I want to have a boss. I want to learn from this boss, you know, because it's important at the same time as it's important to start your own business. It's very important to to learn from what people 
did before, you know, rather than just going and reinventing the wheel. It's good to go and see uh, stuff that people already avoid in business-wise. Yeah. So you don't think you'll be going back to entrepreneurship or is that still something you could see yourself doing <laughs> at some point in your life? There's a dear spot in my heart for entrepreneurship. It's like it's a place where I was able to to break all the labels on myself. Um, definitely will go back there. Yeah. But it's a bit far in the future. But yeah. All right. Um Well, in any case, I think we wish you the very best on your path, no matter where it is going to lead you. And with that, I think we can finish up this episode. I think we have a very good image of you and where you are headed. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much, Leah. I really appreciate this opportunity. It's very nice to be able to reflect back on what happened with with forward and even before, and just to see how the situation or how the tools that I was able to gain during the period with forward incubator, how did I use them to reach where am I now in a very happy, very productive, very inspiring place. So a big thank you to forward to you, Leah, and to all your colleagues as well. Well, you know, we're always happy to hear those words. And as always, you will be um, a member of our community for basically forever. <laughs> and we'll hear from each other soon. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. All right. Goodbye, Bye, Hassan. Bye, Bye-bye.